Welcome to All The Things Podcast. I'm Regina Lawrence, your host. I'm a lawyer turned soulful business strategist and transformational mindset coach. I'm also the founder of the community, All The Things Business. I've created a community of women who can truly be all the things, successful, spiritual, sexual, and wildly unique, all while creating a life of purpose and passion according to our own rules. We don't have to look or be a person that societal norms dictate anymore. We don't have to play by somebody else's rules. We can be whoever we want to be, and that person can be all the things in one. Each week, I'll bring you episodes where we dive deep into business, entrepreneurship, and a whole host of topics to help us dive into who we truly are so that we can really be all the things. Welcome to my podcast. Hey guys, I know that starting a business can be really complicated, confusing, scary, and there's so many moments when you're starting your business or when you're pivoting your business, you feel really, really confused and like you have no one to talk to. I totally understand that because when I started my coaching business, I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. I felt like I tried a million things and I would hit dead ends and I would just try and try and try and try. Luckily, I was able to figure it out, but I had to take the long way. And that is exactly why I am the business coach that I am, because I've tried and I've tried and I've tried all of the things, and I know what works in creating, scaling, and pivoting your online and coaching business. If you are needing a friend, if you are needing a coach and somebody to hold your hand through this crazy process of growing your business online, schedule a free 30-minute virtual coffee chat with me. Go to my website, reginalawrence.com, and click Schedule a Virtual Coffee Chat, and we can hop on and talk about one particular issue in your business that you are struggling with right now. And by the end of that 30 minutes, I promise you that you will have a solution. Once again, it's www.reginalawrence.com, and click Schedule a Virtual Coffee Chat. I cannot wait to talk to you and help you unravel anything you are struggling with in your business right now. Enjoy this episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of All The Things Podcast. I'm your host, Regina Lawrence, and today we have an incredible guest who is so funny. You guys are going to love this episode so much because Tiffany Carter keeps it real. Tiffany Carter takes the mystery out of making big money while doing something that you love. Tiffany is passionate about female empowerment and marketing, and she takes the mystery out of business. Something I love about Tiffany is she has a way of being so honest, so honest, so real, so authentic, and teaches you valuable, tangible information to help you with your business, to help you with your life, to help you with your soul work. Like she is such an incredible, epic human, and you will not be able to help yourself from giggling through this podcast. One of the things that Tiffany and I spend quite a bit of time talking about is this this thing that we're seeing online where people are thinking that building a business is just this easy thing that we can do from an island with no strategy. And as flowy and as feminine as you are, there is an amount of strategy required. And newsflash, as we want to grow bigger and larger and more profitable business, 
there is a strategy required. And Tiffany and I dive deep into that. And I can't wait for you guys to hear it. I hope you love this episode. If you have not connected with Tiffany yet, go over and find her on Instagram at Project Me with Tiffany. You can also find her podcast on iTunes and everywhere where podcasts are being played at Project Me with Tiffany Carter. And you can also find her website at www.projectmewithtiffany. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of All the Things Podcast. I'm your host, Regina Lawrence, and I am so excited to bring you our guest today. It's not often that I get to have somebody on the show who is really a mentor for me in business and is somebody who I look up to in so many different ways. And today we get to have the queen of, it's funny, I was like, what is she the queen of? I'm like, she's the queen of coaching. She's the queen of Instagram. She's the queen of shopping at TJ Maxx. (laughs) She's the queen of luxuriating. And, but one of the things I love the most about Tiffany is that she is the queen of literally giving zero fucks. And what I mean by that is she is the queen of being so authentically herself that she doesn't give a fuck what anybody says or thinks. And I love it and I live for it. And I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome to the show. Hey, well, this is clearly going to be a fun episode. So like (laughs) buckle up people. (laughs) Buckle up, baby. So, you know, one of the things that I just said that is so powerful about you that drew me to you the first time I saw you speak on stage is that you really give zero fucks. You don't care. It's not that you don't care, but you don't allow people's opinions to hold you back from stepping in and being the highest version of yourself. How are you like this? Where did this superpower come from? I get asked this probably as much as I get asked about my eyebrows, um, which is awesome. natural guys, by the way, which is often, yeah, they're, (laughs) they're natural and I'm hairy as fuck. And there's regular waxings and tweezings that occur. Okay. So the zero fuck side of me, I am the last person who you would, who would ever be able to step into that. You know, I had a really, you know, my story, but I had a really abusive childhood. I was sexually abused from the ages of 11 to 21 years old. My mom was involved in that process and had me go out with men and service clients of hers. So I had no self-worth. In middle school, I was the school slut because of what happened to me. So I was bullied, but I like knew how to survive and have fake confidence. Like I would watch competent people, whether it was on TV or in real life. And I knew they like stood up tall and they did, they spoke like with a strong voice, not softly. Um, they would look at people in their eyes, you know, and not look down at their feet or whatever. So I would mimic that confidence in order to have like a protective mechanism. Mm -hmm. So for a lot of my life and even my like adult life, everyone thought I was confident. People would say, oh, I wish I had my shit together like you. (laughs) I wish I had my shit together like you. You're so, you know, you're so confident. I wish I was as confident as you. And the first thing my brain would go is, oh my God, if, if they only knew, like I'm a fraud. And I knew that. And I got into a career, two careers that required a lot of confidence, you know, as a TV newscaster, that was all fake confidence. 
um, got into the world of pharmaceutical sales, you have to have, you know, confidence to do any form of a sales job, all fake confidence, all of it. I was confident in my ability to know how to speak to people or I'd find little things that I was confident about, but I had zero self-worth. I really did. You, and if someone really examined my life and knew the truth, they would see it. I mean, I was dating, you know, toxic person after toxic person. Um, I was a workout addict. I mean, I'm talking four hours a day. Um, I would allow friends, bosses, people to treat me like shit. And I'd be people pleasing. You invited me over to your house. I felt I always had to bring you a gift. Like I had to like earn my right to be there. I had to earn love. I had none of it. So that's not what I know Regina means or I mean by the whole, like when I do zero fucks given, that's yeah. not, that's not what we mean. Like that false confidence the reason I embrace that so much is I've done a lot of work when I went to kill myself six and a half years ago. And I know I say it just like kind of throw it out there. Um, but that's facts. You know, I had yeah. a few million in the bank. Um, if I was on Instagram at the time, thank God I wasn't, I would have been one of those annoying people like on the private jet and showing all the things okay. I'm, I may or may not have had the influencer hat. No, I'm just kidding. I can't do the hat anymore. I'm over the hat. Um, the hat and the Gucci belt, like both of them have to go. <laughs> and you might have, you would have seen that on the outside, but on the inside, there was so much silent suffering and I was over it. Um, and thankfully, you know, I didn't end my life that day and I got into recovery and I got help. But it was a several year process for me to start stepping in and really owning who I am and liking myself first. It didn't, you know, like the whole self-love thing. It makes me a little rashy yeah. because you can't go from being super insecure, feeling like a fraud, hating things about yourself and just like have a weekend retreat. And now I'm filled with self-love. Like, I love myself. No way. I wish, I wish that was the case. And I did look for that. I mean, I had all the books. I tried a lot of things. I went to like, you know, I went to workshops and things like that and none of it worked. So I was seeking that. I had to learn a little at a time to like, just start liking things about myself yeah. and then, and then liking things more. And then I had to do things in practice. Like when people like ask you at a, like a store or strangers ask like, how are you? Yeah. I, that was really stressful for me. My, most of my life answering, cause I didn't want to lie and be like, I'm great when I was a mess. But like, I also knew like no one really wanted to really know yeah. how it was. So I had to start practicing being more truthful with how I was really feeling with people in my life and strangers. So long story and long answer to your question. It's a freaking process and you can't do it alone. I had, um, for eight years, I had a wonderful spiritual coach. Yeah. I had a private, she didn't classify herself as a life coach, but essentially that's what she was. She called it something else. I had a life coach, a therapist. I mean, I had a mentor. I needed a lot of people to help me see things in myself I couldn't see and had to have that support. 
and it was so worth it. And it's, there's a different thing when you step into that zero fucks given version of yourself, you can really walk into a room. I really genuinely don't care if you like me, like, and it's not that I, and not in a, like a brass way where I'm like, you know, I don't care about people. It's, it's none of my business. What you think of me? I'm not for everyone. That's okay. Mm -hmm. I refuse to follow the crowd. That's not my jam. And I don't need to, um, if it doesn't feel good, I'm out. Mm -hmm. And that is the most freeing thing that anyone can do for themselves, but it's also the hardest work to get there. When you were starting that work, was there, I know, obviously there was lots of work. There was lots of mentors. There was lots of steps and lots of years. When you were first starting to step into it, was there a practice or a thing that you adopted that really started the ball, ball rolling for you? I had to completely revamp and create a routine. Mm. So my old routine went with the old Tiffany. So if I wanted to be a Tiffany 2.0, I needed to have a completely different routine. I needed to remove some people from my life, which in my case was everyone except one person. So I couldn't have the same people, places, things, routines, behaviors, and habits that supported that broken, miserable, lonely, old Tiffany I had to bring in new things and I didn't necessarily know exactly what those things were. So I had to experiment and try different things. So like I would try waking up and meditating in the morning. I would try waking up and read in the morning. I tried mantras. I would try different things and see what felt good and what actually stuck, but I had a commitment to totally being willing to revamp all of it. Mm-hmm. The commitment, like the commitment, the commitment and then the action to commit. I think about myself because I, I don't give, I give zero fucks most of the time, but there's still about 10% of me that still does. And I'm still working on that. Um, but the thing that started for me was the small practice of, I was like, you need to change. I'm committed to change. I will never say or think a negative thought about myself anymore. And I literally would be like, oh, I I would think that was so dumb. You're so dumb. And then I would stop myself and I would say, no, you're not dumb. That wasn't the best life decision that you made, but you're amazing. You're not dumb. And it was like a workout. Every time something would come up, it was like I was putting in the reps every time, like little by little. It's discipline. It can be exhausting. I mean, I just came off of like, you know, having a big launch, which anyone listening who's done a launch or done anything new, it brings up all your shit. Mm -hmm. I don't care how long you've been doing it. It just, it brings up a lot of stuff. And I had stuff come up in my head. I still have things come up like, oh God, Tiff, you really you should have thought that funnel through a little better. I mean, I can, you know, I'm a Virgo, right? Like we can be, we can be nasty and like very self-critical and that's going to happen. I mean, we're human. That's not going to go anywhere. Um, But I am able to let that go pretty quickly. Like 
all I can do and all you can do is the best you can do at any given moment. And that's it. And sometimes the best doesn't look that cute. And that's also okay. Because all of it, life and owning a business, it doesn't look cute. Like it's not a cute thing. And I feel like we're constantly being shown like the false image of it being cute and perfect online. Oh my God. I mean, I have a new one because you know, I'm all about like the whole Polly, the influencer. Now there's Sarah, the spiritual influencer I've come up with. Can we, can we unpack Sarah a little bit? I mean, you know, Sarah, she, you know, travels like she travels to worlds like Tulum and Sedona and (laughs) Costa Rica. And she wears her wide brim hat and has her green juice and usually has like an, a, uh, a fake tan that makes her ethnically ambiguous. <laughs> <laughs> she always has the fake tan. <laughs> and like wears a lot of whites and then with like, you know, ample amounts of bangles, bangles and dangles and talks about, you know, how everything in your business and making money can be intuitive. And, you know, you only really need to work when you feel, feel like it. And it gets to be easy. And I just pull random ideas out of my ass and, and put them out there and write these posts and all the people come and buy it. And it's very seductive. There's a lot of, um, usually a lot of like, there's a lot of seductive things happening with, with body and tone of voice. Even there's like this, I don't have the tone of voice, obviously, but it's like, (laughs) It's a very like ethereal, like tone of voice, like almost like, Ooh, there's hypnotizing. lots, right. It's like very hypnotizing. And you're like, Ooh, I want to be in your world. Like, mm-hmm. wow, that sounds so easy. And, and I, when you see enough evidence of things in the media, right online, whether they are true or not. Right. And I, I don't like getting political, but like, hello, everything that's gone on the last two years, we're being fed tons of stuff. At a certain point, whether things have facts behind them, right. we're, we're only human. Yeah. We, take, we start taking things in maybe because we want to believe it's true, right? Maybe because we're scared. So then that we choose to believe it, whatever it is, you keep seeing it. You're going to start belie- believing it. And who doesn't want to believe that making money and having a business talking about whatever the fuck you want is right. going to make you so much money that you can travel whenever have, Oh, Sarah also has the perfectly hot husband who's emotionally available, totally <laughs> dedicated who she's retired and he works full time for the company and happens to know all things tech and can take perfect Instagram photos and is an incredible father. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And and it's just not facts, by the way. And I'm, and most people don't like hearing, you know, what you have to say about this, because I know you're very vocal about it too, or what I have to say, because we're bursting the fantasy bubble. A hundred percent. They don't want to believe it because the other is so much more attractive. I get it. But it, that dream state 
is it's not serving you. It's a setup for failure because I end up coaching so many of you that come to me frustrated after years of doing all these money programs and manifesting and I've done intuitive practices and I've put out this offer and this content and all this stuff and nothing's working and it must be me. You know, God, the universe must not have chosen me. And it brings up all sorts of stuff. And it's like, that is not true. You're using zero business strategy. And the thing that they don't realize that people don't realize is that Sarah, there is a strategy in everything she's doing. Because when Sarah is selling something, Sarah is showing up on her story for 10 fucking days during a launch and selling her ass off through her Tulum lifestyle. She's got a fucking strategy. She's on Instagram six plus days a week. Okay. I'm straight. That's the strategy, right? That's it's like, you know, in, in dating, I use a lot of analogies on, on my podcast for those of you who don't know me. And it's like, it's like dating, right? There's guys who have game mm-hmm. and they have game. They've developed a game. If they have a strong game, they've developed that game. Cause that game works, right? They know exactly what to do. They buy the same flowers. They like have the same, like they know that first three dates down pat, like every girl I do this with on the first date, I take them here. They're wowed. Da, 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 da. They do it. Cause that works. That doesn't mean there's much substance behind, right? What oh. they do. So there's a strategy behind selling a fantasy, mm-hmm. just like you see in um, like at the health and fitness world, right? I mean, I was just taught, I coach a lot of people in the fitness space and I have this woman who I didn't even know it was like an award, but she's the um, world champion of kettlebell, like champion. I didn't know that was a thing. I was like, oh, oh that's wow. interesting. And one of her things was she's very, and I don't want to say the name of the company because I don't want to get sued, but there's a very popular workout company that you can subscribe to all their gazillions of workouts. And then they have these shakes that are terrible. Yeah. It's that company. Okay. So her issue that she gets pissed about is her ideal client will go and sign up for these kinds of, you know, online things. And not understanding why they're not getting the muscle tone, like the people who are teaching, you know, these online trainings with this brand. And it's like in really small print at the bottom, which I didn't know it. Basically they're disclosing that in order to look like the people in the videos, you would have to do heavy weight training, even though the whole program is you don't need to use weights. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh. So it's <laughs> like, Right. So there's, that's, what's going on with the, you know, us using the parody of the Sarah, the spiritual influencer, like Regina said, there's a strategy. The strategy is you get to have my life. You get to step into this. It's so close. You're right there. You can have it. Let me just show you how that's the strategy, but what's the fine print there? Absolutely. You and I talk about the fine print, Mm -hmm. which we, the fine print is fine print for a reason. My, I don't have it as fine print. Like in my coaching agreement to work with me, my, the stuff you really need to know is in bright red and bold. I don't believe in burying shit in contracts. I'm no. not that person, right? Like this is just, this is just how it is. I like people knowing what it takes in order to get consistent cash and clients online period, end of story. And if it's not for you, and if you're like, God, that sounds terrible, 
I don't, I don't feel I can do it. I don't, that doesn't sound fun. That doesn't sound exciting to me. That's okay. Then it's not for you. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, versus you spending and grinding away or worse yet, quitting your job and trying all these things and then nothing is working over and over again. And you end up, you know, quitting and feeling like crap, like a failure anyway. Because you think that if that it will just flow, that it will just be easy. And the other thing about Sarah, the Sarah, the spiritual influencer is that not only is she ha- does she have a certain system and strategy, but like the mask, the oftentimes they're like, you know, be more in your feminine, flow in your feminine, because the masculine side of it is more the structures, the strategy. Fucking Sarah has a giant ass whiteboard and she's sitting with her assistant and she's mapping out email flows and text message marketing and what we're going to make from this launch and who is coming in and how we're going to break it down. A thousand percent. Uh, uh, Because here's the thing, being in business for 14 years, I have $2 million businesses and in my other business, I get to be behind the scenes of giant corporations. I've worked with small entrepreneurs, people just starting, you name it. This is facts, not Tiffany facts. Without having a strategy, you are not going to make money. Yeah, you could probably get a client here or there, but you're not going to make money that you can pay for your actual lifestyle. It's not possible. There is a strategy behind that without a doubt. And if this, and if the strategy part, um, is what stresses you out or it feels heavy to you, some of you aren't going to like what I have to say, but why are you, you must not want it badly enough. If you're not willing to do hard shit, right? Because there's hard shit you have to do. Like I'm a strategist and I get off on strategy and I like doing it. And guess what? There's a lot of times where I don't feel like it. I don't feel like recording a podcast episode. I don't feel like we're reviewing 27 emails that have to go out. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like coming up with a great name for something. Like I get content fatigue. I'm tired. Yeah. Um, but if I am a true CEO, and I have to show up anyway. Totally. I have to show up anyway. I don't get to make up a way that works. Are there nuances? And when you're a business owner and you can see what feels better to you and what works better to you and, and how to set up a business that best supports you and your personality? Absolutely. But are you going to have to do grindy, hard shit? Not just like sometimes, but often? Yes. Yeah. And you're going to have entire seasons of your business that are, it's just a fucking grind and you're going to work more than you've ever wanted to work. I have clients right now who are scaling an agency and I'm, because of my social agency, they wanted me to help them scale. And so we're, they're 90 days in and we were talking about the, the plan for the next 90. And one of the owners said, you know, I'd really like in the next 90 days, for us to be able to pull back, <laughs> be able to work less hours and to be making about 30 grand a month residual oh. in, in the business. And I said, is your goal and dream for this business for it to still end up being someday a million dollar business? And he said, absolutely. And I said, okay, 
you've been fed a lie and we, we have to address it. And so like they were thinking that they could have an agency. I said, listen, if you have an agency and you get to work in it eight to 10 hours a day and you're making a lot of money, your life is fucking unreal. Yes. Fantastic. Unreal. And they were like, Oh, and I was like, I know that this is jarring because you've been fed something very different, but you will never get to the levels of success that you want. If you think you only have to work four hours a day. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Can you get to a certain point? My other business that I've had for 14 years, I work maybe a half an hour a day at that. But you heard what I said, 14 years and I, right. And I have, I have full time, like real employees. Right. And my job is basically to be on at client meetings and go, um, and go coach on sales to large organizations. That's my job. That's all I have to do for that. How many years did it take to get to this point in your business and that other business? Oh, to where it's this little 10, 12. Yeah. Where it's then still making a million a year, 10, 12. Yeah. Without a doubt. First three years. Oh, oh my God. Brutal. Now I did, I went about some things wrong and I had a lot of like money mindset stuff I needed to work on because I had a belief that you could only be successful if you killed yourself basically working. So I had that going against me, but I worked 12 hours a day, seven days a week. Could I have probably achieved the same amount of work and success in in my first three years at eight hours a day, six days a week? Yeah. I would say eight to 10 hours, six days a week Mm -hmm. in that business. Yeah. Yeah. And now in project me with Tiffany Carter, this business that I've had four years, this year will be a million dollar revenue year. Um, I made a choice though to take it slower. Um, I, I was the old Tiffany can be like fast and furious and a spaz. And then I get really burnt out. So I chose to pace it more. Um, this business grew very fast, but you have to also remember I also had, I mean, I'm not new to the game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm not new. I've also done a ton of mindset work. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a professionally trained communicator. Like I like to say we all have a leg up. Yeah. Um, and what I, and I don't know where that comes from. It sounds very provocative. <laughs> I um, like it. <laughs> it's probably some like thing from back in the day with like wh- horror houses or something. <laughs> um, and now I'm going to get like DMS on like giving me the history of it. I welcome leg it. Up, leg up, choke out. Like, yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> and everyone has a leg up, even if you don't think you do right. Like, like Regina, you know, you have, you obviously are a great student and someone who's highly intelligent to be able to go to through law school and pass the bar. You are a, you're, you are considered by society, a very beautiful woman. You're Mm -hmm. very well-spoken. You're tenacious. You're not afraid to ask questions. You're have a more extroverted personality. Those are all natural gifts of yours that you've um, seasoned and seasoned and massaged and worked. Right. Mm -hmm. So every one of us has them. So when you're, when you're watching some of these people 
they have some interesting leg legs up that have gotten them like maybe to that point faster. Yeah. They have maybe a large social following because they were in maybe network marketing before, right. or they've been on Instagram since the beginning, or their TikTok happened to blow up, or they have um, a best friend. I see this a lot. They have a close friend mm-hmm. who is of influencer status. Yes that feeds them heavy, which is great. Good for them. But that's their leg up feeds them heavy, heavy business. Right. Right. And that's their leg up, right? Some people have a trust fund. Yep. We all have it. Even those of you listening, like, God, what's my leg up? Everyone does. Some people are just naturally analytical. Some people are good with numbers. Um, Some people are, you know, you're a great writer. You're a great listener you're, you know, you're really intuitive. Everyone has something. So just be a little more discerning on what did it maybe ask yourself this question. If you're comparing yourself to someone else, or if you're considering hiring someone as a coach or buying a program, it's like, what did they, what did it take for them to get here? Mm -hmm. And just so you can at least be honest with yourself about it. Yeah. That doesn't mean you can't get there, but just be honest. Like, what did it take for them to get where, where they're at? Because they aren't just magically here because they wrote some posts and, you know, did some sort of like, you know, ethereal dancing in their Instagram stories. Like something, you know, a lot of times with my businesses, I haven't spoken about the, the money that I've made and how quickly I've made it because that's not the lot for everyone, right? Like when I started this business, I came from working with big companies. I had experiences in education. I also moved to Phoenix and I fucking took to the pavement five days a week. Yes, you did. Met every fucking human I could and busted my balls. Um, But what the problem, and you and I have talked about this is that people come in and they're like, I'm 90 days into my business. Where's my five figure month? Yes. That's my favorite. And I love when, I love when clients do that with me. It makes me laugh. That's why I have when I I'm by to work with me is by application only. And I do that. And I only accept 30% of the applicants. Number one, I have the privilege of doing that because of growing my business and my, you know, prestige in the coaching world. Right. When you first start, you know, I tell my clients like, no, unless someone's crazy or like a 90 day fiance, like you're, you're meeting with the person at least to even practice. Exactly. Okay. Period. Like I, you know, I took what I could get in the beginning of, you know, both of my businesses. So don't get, don't get me wrong on that. But it's like, when I'll ask a question of, I want to understand where someone wants to be three months from now or six months from now. One of my, I get wild answers like six months from now. I want to, I want to be making, you know, 50 to a hundred thousand dollar months and they are dead serious. And I'll go, do you have a hookup? Like, are you related to a celebrity? Is Kim K your cousin? Um, (laughs) Is your, you know, dad like hot own a big company with some giant email list? Like, where is this coming from? No, no, no. But I just know who I am and how I can help people. And so there's this, like, I like the positive energy, but it's like, it's like, I've heard this term lately where it's like toxic, positive positivity. It's almost like delusional positivity. 
Like that's, that's actually a sneaky form of Mm self-sabotage. It's, it's almost entitled. It sounds like um, a form of entitlement. Like that's wild. Like where, where is the basis? Not to say you can't break barriers and not to say that you can't grow your business faster than anyone out there. I'm all about that. But where's the real, there needs to be a little reality check in there. Otherwise, if we don't have a dose of a reality check mixed with our dreams and aspirations, you're going to end up setting yourself up for failure and, and sabotage. Well, like those quantum leaps in our businesses require a foundation. Like I'm seeing quantum leaps happening over the next six months in my businesses but that's because there's three years of like strategic foundation laid for the quantum leap. But people right. are like, oh, I'm setting the intention. I'm setting the intention for the abundance to flow at $500,000 a year in year one. But there's literally no avenues set up for the abundance to flow through. The work, the groundwork hasn't been done. Right. And the groundwork oftentimes is grunt work. It just is. Um, it is. There's 70% of the stuff I have to do. I don't feel like doing, but I would still rather work for myself and have my business and serve the people and do all the great things. I'd rather do that than anything else. But like, I mean, <laughs> you guys can't see, but I'm going to show Regina. This is my pile of, of taxes that I've yeah. not I'm avoiding. Yeah. I mean, it's like the pile is it's a solid four, 14 to 16 inches. We're going to see, right. I mean, this is for 2020. I'm 2021. I mean, there's lots of, you know, things that are not sexy, yeah. right. About, about entrepreneurship that are necessary, but you know, what's sexy, what's sexy is the amount of cash your home girl here has in the bank because I've done the groundwork strategically and I'm willing to do the grunt work to get the prize. So ask yourself that, am I willing to do the, lay the groundwork and do the grunt work to get the prize? Cause the prize will come, but right. you have to be willing to do that shit for way longer than you even want to. I was in Tulum. So I did my first journey to Tulum. Dad, did you do frog serum or no frog serum? Nope. Didn't do the frog serum. Didn't do the combo, um, Dad. but I'm on the beach. Uh, under a cabana with my girlfriends in a string bikini on a poof with my laptop and I'm like going on my laptop and my girlfriends were like what are you doing and I was like I have a business like I am so happy that the papaya playa project has the best wi-fi in the world like I'm drinking an iced coffee and I'm literally working with my team and like this is life is good this is fucking amazing but like I, the whole time I was in Tulum, I was in a string bikini, living my truth, working on my laptop. Right. And now you could have shown the image, right? Which does take for a great shot of you in the string bikini on your laptop with your iced coffee. And like, you're just, you know, coming up because you feel like it with like some inspired content. And you're doing it, you know, and it's just for about 30 minutes. And the rest of the day is exploring the jungle and, you know, getting buzzed or whatever. And it's like, that's, there's a story behind, there's a story behind the pictures. Right. And the fact is you can go to Tulum whenever the fuck you want because 
you also balance and do the work you're willing to do the groundwork and the grunt work while you're there. Totally. Like this year has been the year of like, I'm going, I have this business and I am single and I don't have kids. So I am going to travel everywhere. But Regina, if you're going to do that, I have to say this to myself, this isn't vacation. You can't stop working wherever you go. And luckily, like I have a team of people. So like I'm accountable to five people. So I have to, but I think we get, people get it so fucking twisted. Yeah. I mean, I'm at a point where I can truly go away. And my only thing I do when I'm away is I do create content. I love creating content. I, that's what I teach, right? I teach strategic, profitable content marketing. Like that is my jam. Mm -hmm. So I do that part when I travel. And if you are doing something you're, you're super passionate about and love, it doesn't feel as heavy. Okay. It doesn't. But does that mean there aren't days and weeks where you're like, why the fuck am I doing this? I just need to quit and like, go be a barista at Starbucks. Like, absolutely. I had that meltdown uh, last week and a portion of this week. Yeah. You know, where I was like, this isn't worth it. Like, I just, I'm one of those people though, who has like a dramatic, like hissy fit moment just to get it out. And then I like, and then I'm fine. But yeah. And I love what I do. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of hard moments. That's why I share them, you know, on the podcast. That's why I share them on my Instagram. That's why I'm open about it. I want to normalize it so that people know. I wish someone taught me back 14 years ago. There, I mean, it wasn't, you were crazy to be an entrepreneur. You weren't cool. You were absolutely fucking nuts, especially the career I left in pharmaceuticals, like yeah. similar to you, right? Like, why would you give that up? I was, I was nuts, but I wish there were, there was someone that I respected and I trusted saying, this is going to be hard. Buckle up. It's going to be harder than you think. And that's normal. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're failing. That doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. You might be doing some things wrong. You don't know what the hell you're doing, but that doesn't mean you're not meant to do it. It is hard. Period. It's hard. It's time consuming. It takes strategy. And the pro- a problem that you and I see a lot is that people are lured into coaching programs and masterminds and are spending a large investment and then they're not getting the tangible things that they can use to create, grow and scale a business. So I'd love for you, cause you have so much experience in this. What would you advise people to look for when they are wanting to invest in a coach or a mastermind or something to up-level their business? I would say you probably don't know what, what you're missing. You know that because you don't know what you don't know. So yeah. you, you know that you need help and whatever you're doing isn't working. You're trying different things. You're reverse engineering stuff and you know, you know you're missing something. So that's the first step. If you, if you already have lost your mind, you've waited too long to get help. That's, that's facts. And that was me. It took me five years in my first business to hire a coach. One, coaching wasn't really a thing. It was only for high, high level white male executives. Like it wasn't, it was like Tony Robbins on CD. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all there was. So part of it was it took like long. The other part is 
I was being cheap. I was playing cheap with my business and my dreams because when you're a new entrepreneur, any money you put out is less money that you have. And you want to feel like you have cash to justify all the work you're doing, you know? So I was playing really cheap. I wasn't looking at things like an investment. And meanwhile, I say that, and then my ass was buying a Prada bag. You know what I mean? Like you have to kind of look, have a reality check with yourself. Like I'm going to spend my money instead of just spending money on something that I'm not going to get anything back. You have, when people say you can start a business and not spend any money. Oh, you can, but let's see how far you get. Yeah. I mean, I'm look at any research, any top brand in the world and how they started at very quickly and early on, they were technically on a, you know, spreadsheet in debt in order to grow their business because they had to make investments, right? Restaurants open being some of them 500,000, a million in debt, and then they recoup their costs. Mm -hmm. So when (laughs) you have to spend money and you do, or you can go about it alone, it's a long road and it's actually a more costly road. And that's what I'm telling you to avoid because that was what I did. I could have hit faster numbers and gotten more clients with more ease and less pulling my hair out. Had I spent the money and not been cheap and got the right person to show me, you know, show me what was up. So then you're like, okay, so how do I know who I wouldn't more so focus on saying whose lifestyle I want, because that can be really dangerous in this day and age. That used to be like a piece of advice. Um, a lot of people, um, gave back in the day that was, you know, and it's in a lot of personal development books, which is sound, but now with all the things on social media, like we were talking about, it can be alluring because you don't, it's a, they're selling a fantasy. They're selling a dream. They're selling a body. They're selling a lifestyle. I would more so look at it and go, who is going to be able to get me an ROI return on investment. If I go all in with them, not like I'm just going to show up for the calls and like pick and choose what I do. Like you're committing to like, do what this person says, whether it's me, whether it's Regina, you know, you're going to do what this, this person says and follow through and you know, you're going to get a return on investment. It's very clear what you're tangibly going to get from that. That is what I would focus on is the tangible first, because you need to have fresh cash coming in your business. I'm all about like money mindset. I'm all about personal development. That is pivotal. You need to have that too, but you've, you've got to bring in cash if you need to pay your bills, unless for some reason you have some kind of special buffer that you don't, you have the privilege to not have to do that. So I would really look at like, is this person teaching something is what they're teaching tangible and does it align with what I believe one of the holes is in my business right now? Mm. If the hole is, I have no idea how to create content that generates, you know, clients. Well, I'm someone you should look at, right? That's what I specialize in. If you're someone who's want, you're, you're like, Ooh, I would love to do some kind of like an agency model and 
I'm, or I'm maybe, maybe I'm a lawyer and I'm wanting to transition out and into developing a coaching practice. You need to look at Regina, right? Like see what hole someone specializes in filling and are they going to tangibly teach you how the fuck to do it? Not circle talk, not theory. Remember those classes in college, like the theory classes and you would leave like, I don't even know what happened. What the fuck just happened? Like I, in journalism school was like these like ethical theory classes. And you're like, I don't, what's going on here? You don't want that for your business. Right. Like, I don't even know. You don't want that for your business. You want someone who's going to give it to you straight up, step-by-step. And, you know, I would say to start with private coaching, really. Yeah. And I know that's the scariest because it costs the most, but it's going to be customized to your personality, your strengths, your weaknesses, and your business. And, and I'm saying this and I just, you know, I just closed a launch for a group program. Yeah. Group programs. I mean, this was more of an intimate program, but group programs are also good, but it's, you're not going to, don't expect to get fully, fully custom customized stuff in a group or in a mastermind. So some of this is on you. If you've invested in things and it's like not done anything, well, did you go all in with the person or did you have buy into some fantasy expectations? Like a mastermind, you don't sign up for a mastermind and learn step-by-step how to grow and scale in your business. That is for networking, period. You're paying to be friends with people. You are. That's, That's what it is. And that's okay but just know what the different things are, right? I mean, I have a group coaching membership. It's my lowest ticket thing, right? It's a hundred dollars a month, whatever. So I have that. There's nothing wrong with, if you're like Tiffany, I literally have nothing. You know, I don't, I really, my credit cards are maxed. I don't want you to go, well, then I can't get help anywhere. No, that's why, you know, Regina has this podcast, it's free. I have a podcast. It's free. That's why I have a hundred dollar a month group coaching membership so that you can't say to yourself, I can't do anything. Yeah. But I mean, personally, I would take with the right person. I would go take out PayPal credit. I'd take a fucking credit card. I would get a business loan. I would do that a million. That was my biggest mistake was not doing that. And when, and I would say when you're evaluating, I agree with you. I think to start, to start one-on-one coaching with someone and get the customized coaching that you're seeking, but don't just jump in. Don't just see somebody on Instagram and be like, I want that. Do some research, figure out what value they're going to offer you. If they have some sort of like 20 minute, like call that you can chat with them and, and ask questions, do that and, and do some research and see who's going to like serve you at what you need and where you're at. Totally. And you know, really what I think the best way is to tell you need to kind of not when you're doing like, you know, that like dissociating scroll that we all do where you're like, what the fuck just happened? It's like four hours later. I don't, I don't want you determining and that in that mindset, I want you to come on with the mindset, like put it out into the universe or God, whatever you believe in and say like, I really want to call in the right you know, coach to help me with X. And maybe it's to help me with what I don't even know what I don't know what my problem is. I need someone who can see it and help me. Then when you do um, scrolling with intention and read 
read those coach, read their content, watch their videos, listen to their podcasts. If they're not giving you tangible, great information for free, that is a major red flag. Yes. Versus just a lot of, you know, and I love, I do a lot of mindset episodes too. Right. But like, if it's just the feel good abundance mindset episodes, and that's all it is. And there's no tangibility in any of their content. That's not a good sign. No, that's such good advice. Yeah. I mean, well, I learned the advice from making a lot of mistakes, Yeah. right? Because yeah, I mean, most of the coaches I have now, I truly have not that there isn't always more I can learn and grow from, but I need a lot of accountability. If I'm left to my own devices, Tiffany does nothing like almost nothing like really. So for me, it's, for me, it's accountability. Cause I, when I put real money on the line, like I, you best, I'm going to show up, right. I'm going to, I'm going to show up. So it's like, you have to kind of see what it is that you need, but please don't try, try to make, try to check your ego to not fall for God. You know, I want the lifestyle where I'm just, you know, traveling with a hot husband in an RV (laughs) all over the United States. And like, I randomly just launch stuff and I have all the post-its on my wall and every launch I do just sells out. If someone is not also showing you the other side I'm not saying being negative, but someone's not showing you a mix of the highlight reel and the shit show. I would say that's also a red flag. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hot husband in the RV. I mean, first of all, I'd never fucking get an RV. First of all, I would never fucking live in an RV and travel around the country. Never. that. Never. That one doesn't work on me because I would never. There's nothing about that I want. (laughs) I'm so curious, like who is about like the RV life who's listening and who's about like the five star hotel resort life. You need to let us know. Oh my gosh. I want five star. I want villa on the beach. Like give me if that, if I was that kind of influencer, I want to be fucking in Tulum on the beach in an RV. Fuck that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So just, just put that ego, you got to check your ego and it's, there's nothing wrong that you've, you know, if you've signed up for things and you feel like an asshole and you've spent a bunch of money and you beat yourself up for it, it's not because you're too trusting or you can't trust your judgment. There's, you know, there's a strategy that lures, that lures people. I've fallen for many, oh, things people like I really, I have too, right. I'm just, I'm just sharing it to prevent you from, from that happening again. And so that, you know, what you're, you know, you know what you're getting into. I like knowing what I'm getting into with, with, with someone, with something and someone like, tell me the good, bad, and the ugly. Like, don't you want to know that? Then you can make a real decision if it's for you. And if it's not for you, no judgment for me. Right. I feel like people should adopt that mindset in all relationships with your future business coach, with the next guy you're going to sleep with. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, that would have been really good advice for me to have heard many times over. <laughs> Versus, versus making excuses for people's actions or lack of action. Thank you so much. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you're the best. I love you. Thank you so much 
for coming on the podcast and for sharing all of your zero fucks. You're so welcome. And if you guys want to reach out, I'm follow me on Instagram. I'm at project me with Tiffany and DM me. Let me know if you're RV life, five-star life. So I know you listened to the episode. Plus I'm curious, like, cause I'm, I really feel there's like a, a serious divide who's RV or luxury hotel. Like I'm luxury all the way. So it was oh, great. There's I a huge divide in this. You think so? Yeah. I'm very, I'm very curious. Well, I love chatting with you always. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for being on and everybody, please go follow Tiffany over on Instagram at project me with Tiffany, check her out online at www.projectmewithtiffany. Her membership site is absolutely amazing for a hundred dollars a month. It's stupid how much value you get in that group and go check out her podcast. It is so funny. It is the best analogies and so much incredible business advice. And as always, if you guys love this episode, please take a screenshot, tag me and Tiffany, tell us what you loved about it. And also please, please, please review rate and follow the podcast over on iTunes. Love you guys so much. Have a beautiful week and I'll see you next week on the podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved what you heard, I would be beyond thankful if you would share this podcast on your Instagram story and share with me what about the episode with me or with my guests that you loved. Also, please remember if you love this podcast to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes so that you don't miss out on all of the incredible guests and topics that we have lined up for you during this crazy year. And as always, if there is ever a guest or a topic or anything you would like for me and a guest to discuss, just shoot me a DM on Instagram at Regina A. Lawrence. Lots of love, guys.